Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. As I say, we're finishing this series today, and I I know it's always been a good series when people are saying to me, can't we have it go on for longer? That's always a good indication. We'd like it to be longer. Well, the good thing about this series is it's something that we think we'll return to maybe annually in order to hear people's stories. Thank you for the feedback. I'm glad that you've loved it. Um, Also, just to mention as well, tonight it's going to be said at the end, but we've got baptisms in here. We're going to be baptizing, I think it's eight or nine people. If you haven't booked in, then it's probably full. But part of that is that they tell their story as well because everyone has a story and I think it's because it's been so popular because let's face it we all love a good story don't we hey whether you're online or in the room here we love a good story and your story and my story is a good story Josh Campbell said last week quite rightly that one of the reasons our stories are so good is that ultimately all of them point to Jesus and when you meet Jesus everything else looks different when you look through the eyes of Jesus everything looks different I was singing a hymn in my mind this week that goes like this loved with everlasting love one of the lines in there says this heaven above is softer blue Earth around is sweeter green. Something lives in every hue. This is the line, Christless eyes have never seen. We see things differently, and we should do, through the eyes of faith. We have a different perspective, a different worldview. And it's amazing how all our stories are different. They are all so beautifully unique yet they all come to this same place, Jesus. Different journeys, one Savior. Different stories, one Lord. Different things to tell of what happened in your life uniquely, but ultimately the same healer, deliverer, truth, way, life, his name is Jesus. And that's what we love about these stories. And I think... Our stories underscore our differences, our diversity, if you like, while at the same time celebrating our unity. The church is so beautiful. As I wrote that line in my um, thoughts this week about our diversity, yet our unity, I remembered another hymn, but it's not really a hymn. It's from High School Musical. And I actually looked it up and I watched the whole of the song and the dance moves. I thought that would be a cool song to do. It goes like this. I'm not going to do the dance moves. Everyone is special in their own way. We make each other strong. We're not the same. We're different in good ways. Together is where we belong. We're all in this together. If any of you know that song. Great song. The church the body of Christ, the bride. One place in the Bible called a field, so many different metaphors, is so diverse, so rich, so beautiful. And up to this week, we've heard stories from the C3 family, 
are those that are in the family of God that we call C3 here. That's the stories we've heard. And as I say, in the future, we'll hear more. In our Thought for the Days, we've been hearing story. In, in our um, next series that we're starting less, next week, and we have a guest speaker, Anthony Delaney, who is a, a pastor of a church in Manchester, and he'll be sharing as we start this new series called Bless. And part of the Bless series is going to be, again, coming back to this, we all have a story, every single one of us. And as I say, it's been part of the C3 family up till now, but today we've got a special treat for you. As we hear a story from some of our relatives in the Watoto family, some of our brothers and sisters. And we love the work of Watoto in Uganda. Not because of all that they do to help the least, the lost, and the most vulnerable in our world, though that's beautiful, but because they champion the local church. Watoto is a local church, and we love the church, and the diversity and differences and gifts and the body that we are. And we love Watoto Church. Story from Maria and Daniel Ogwal. This is their story. Hello everyone, my name is Maria. I believe everyone has a story to tell. And I've learned that God can use our stories to bring hope and freedom to others. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 2.8, the Lord lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from garbage dump. He sets them among princes, blessing them in seats of honor. For all the earth is the Lord's, and he has set the world in order. I am a firstborn of three children who grew up in the central region of Uganda. And I lost my parents when I was six years old. We then moved to live with an uncle who had seven children of his own. He was not educated, so he could not find a good job. He worked odd jobs to try and provide the basic needs of life, but even that was hard. There are many nights we went without food. He wasn't able to send us to school because education was not free. Life was really hard. There are many nights I wondered Will we ever go to school? Will we even grow up? But I love what the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. When I was about 10, my uncle learned about Watoto and asked for help. As a result, Watoto intervened and was able to send us to school and take care of our needs. I later graduated from university as an accountant. But the best thing about growing up with my Watoto family is the fact that they introduced me to Jesus, the best decision that I ever made. As a result, today I live my life with purpose. I'm devoted to seeing children just like me who are without hope and wondering if life will ever be meaningful, transformed to realizing the dream that God has placed in their heart. I currently work with Watoto Children's Choir, and what I do is give leadership and discipleship training to these children 
helping them realize that once you have Jesus in your heart, everything is possible. You can become exactly what God wants you to be. I got an opportunity to travel as an adult on the choirs. We had so much fun and we learned lots of things about leadership, mentorship, parenting. I even met my husband while we traveled. My story with Watoto begins way back as a little boy. I was fortunate to be born in a middle class family and where we lived, it was common practice that every Sunday we would gather all the children and just walk down the street to attend church. I personally didn't like children's church, so I did everything in my ability to dodge children's church. But I became serious about my relationship with God when I was a teenager. At about 14 years of age, I gave my life to Jesus and I began to get involved in the youth programs at church. I was discipled through the youth programs. I got involved in the youth choirs. And we actually would go out on outreaches to the schools around and preach the word of God, encourage young people to give their lives to Jesus. And that was so much fun. I remember my parents did their best to send me to school and I graduated with a degree in economics and statistics. I began to work, but it was a common sight on my way to work and from work, just to find children on the streets, street children who had lost their parents, or one way or another were just unfortunate. I remember it breaking my heart to just see a five-year-old child who was responsible for two-year-old, three-year-old sibling, they were asking for food and money. I'd give them money whenever I had, but that would not make a difference. I began to think about the nights and all the risks and dangers that came with that. And I began to wonder and ask God questions like, who makes the choice? How come I had the life I had where I lacked nothing growing up and these children literally had nothing? Around that time, I received an invitation to consider traveling with the children's choir. And my understanding was, if we can travel across the world, raise awareness of the plight of the orphan children, but also develop partnerships and friends who would commit to sponsoring, at the end of the day, we would have the capacity to take all these children off the streets. And so I began to apply myself completely in the process. I also realized that as we traveled, it was a great opportunity to develop in the aspects of leadership, in the aspects of parenting, friendships, relationships with people. And it actually happened to be the place where I got to meet my wife-to-be, Maria. <laughs> Remember that morning on tour when we were traveling from one city to another? I happened to be on the bus early and I watched you step onto the bus as you were walking down the aisle to your seat and I was just thinking, oh my goodness, this girl is so beautiful. And I remember shortly after 
asking you out and you just said nothing. <laughs> well, remember how we had that no dating policy <laughs> when we were traveling, right? Yeah, but nine months is, 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 is quite a long time. Well, you, you had already figured out that you love me, but it clicked for me months later to finally figure out that I love you. Okay. But well, the rest is history, you know? Eight years down the road, we have been married and we have three beautiful children. Right. Hasn't God been good? God has been good. And oh boy, has marriage grown us or what? That's right. In our personal <laughs> lives, leadership, ministry, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I remember while we were on one of the tours leading together, God began to lay the impression strongly on my heart for ministry and uh, specifically pastoring congregations and I remember when we came back from that tour we were asked to consider leading one of the Watoto Church campuses that was an amazing opportunity to just serve the church you know family and it so happened that the congregation that we are serving together is multicultural but also reflects the true demography of our country, Uganda. Yes, that's right. Uganda is known to be one of the youngest nations. Mm -hmm. And that's because a great percentage of her population is under the age of 30. Mm -hmm. Now with that, it's given us an opportunity to interact with so many young families, you know, just helping them know how to relate, but also most importantly, teaching them how to parent when we were still traveling on choir, we learned a lot about parenting. Mm -hmm. And so we've gotten this knowledge and we're helping young couples learn how to grow children God's way. Mm -hmm. And that's been really outstanding for me. You know what I find amazing about this is this is one of the aspects mm -hmm. that God allowed us in our journey through yes. our stories to learn principles of parenting right. such that now we can serve the congregation in that regard. But also, during the times when we were in, when I was involved in the youth ministries, I remember outreaches very, very clearly. And recently as a church, we got to reach out to a number of families in the, within the congregation, but also in the community who were dealing with effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. We were able to go out and just give them relief packages and, and, and support them and pray with them. It was an amazing experience. It just went on to show us that, you know what? God is intentional with writing our stories. Everything that we experience is meant to be used at some point as we grow. I want to encourage you Whatever your life story is, God remains the ultimate author of your story. We all have unique stories and God is not finished with us. You know, each of us are a story when we think about it. We all have stories. Actually, I believe that there are as many stories in the room as there are people. And when we think about our life, the stories that we represent are the sum 
of experiences that we have had. Now, some of the experiences we've had are as a result of choices we have made, but also they are a result of external influence, which in most cases is beyond our control. Sometimes when you think about your life, you realize that there are the moments when you have felt limited, but all through those experiences, you are here today. Something worked out from them. The reason is because every story has an author and the author of our stories is none other than God himself. Listen to what the Bible tells us in um, Psalm 139 verse 16. The Bible says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. This is a powerful scripture that reveals to us that God is aware of every single moment we live. God is aware of everything we experience. Why? Because he has already written those experiences in his book concerning us. It's a great truth to consider that, hey, as you go through life, God is in control because he is the author of your life story. And you know, I've been thinking about it and realized that sometimes God will use our stories to influence the people around us. And it's just his unique ability, his unique way of doing things. I'm reminded of the story in the Bible, John chapter 11, where this beautiful family were friends to Jesus, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. And the Bible tells us that word got to Jesus concerning Lazarus' sickness in time. And Jesus could have responded, but he intentionally stayed away to the point that Lazarus died. And then Jesus came to, 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 the family, to visit the family. And one of the concerns both sisters had were that he, he should have come earlier. The time that he had come in was a bit off the mark because by that time Lazarus was dead and Jesus told them no this is for the glory is happening so that God may be glorified and then he went on to call Lazarus back from the dead meaning that God is not limited concerning our stories there are times when he will allow something to happen to us which may appear beyond our control but because he wants to impact the people around us he then alters or rewrites our story just like he did for Lazarus and so I want to encourage you that God Almighty who is the author of your life story is not limited by any circumstance if he could bring Lazarus back from the dead and impact the people around him for the glory of God then also your story could be one of those that God uses. You currently might be going through a difficult time. You currently might be going through a hopeless situation. But I want to encourage you that God who is the author of your life story is not limited. He can change it around. But the process or the time that you experience this difficulty could have a reason and which could be to impact the people around you. I think the same about Job in the Bible whose story went from good 
to bad to us. And eventually, God rewrote his story and brought it back to the place where Job was celebrated. God is not limited in writing our stories. And so be encouraged. As I was uh, praying concerning today, God gave me a word which I want to share with you, specifically for you. And that's in Isaiah chapter 43. Let's read it together. This is what the Bible says, verse 16 down to 19. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a path through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. You see, the context of this scripture, God was encouraging the children of Israel and he did make reference to what he had done in the past in bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. In that process, he was reminding them of how he had taken out Pharaoh's army. And then he was now telling them, hey, forget all about that. I am doing something new. I am going to make a way in the wilderness. I am going to make rivers in the dry land. In other words, God, who is the ultimate author concerning our life stories, the one who is writing your story, is telling you this moment that, hey, forget all I have done for you in the past. I am doing something new. I am in charge and your story is not yet complete. I am rewriting your story. It could be and you're at the sweet spot of your life and everything is happening right according to plan. God is in charge and is telling you, look out, something better is about to happen. It could be that maybe you're dealing with effects from the COVID pandemic. Maybe you are affect, you've been affected by the COVID-19 um, uh, pandemic or uh, someone you know has been affected really badly. God is telling you today that, hey, forget the past. I am rewriting your story. I am doing something new. You and I respond to this word by trusting God, who is the author of our stories. I want to encourage you, trust God and believe him for what is literally yet to happen in your life. God richly bless you. And at this point, I know you might want to pray with someone or you may want someone to agree with you in regard to something you may be going through. I'd like to let you know that there is someone ready to connect with you in that regard. Reach out to us on the contact details that are showing up on your screen right now. We hope you've been encouraged by the testimonies we've shared and would like to pray for you if that's okay. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for everyone that's been listening in. Thank you, Lord, that you're rewriting some stories right now. Thank you that you're doing something new at this very moment in people's lives. Lord, we pray that you will bless every single one, all to the honor and glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you.
Every story has an author, and the author is God. I'm quoting him. God is the ultimate author and can rewrite your story. This too is for the glory of God. Whether you're online or in the room here, and I just I did feel this as well when I speak to someone online. You've been considering taking your own life. Don't. God is the giver of life. God is the author of life and he's the author of your story. He can turn even that which was awful round for good. Contact us on that prayer at the c3.uk. We want to pray with you and support you. Someone there, let us know about that. I felt that strongly as they were sharing. Others of you, whether you're in the room here or online, may have gone through some stuff like he talked about. I believe it's a new day, a new beginning. I want to pray for you all right now. And then after I've prayed for you all, I won't ask any that want to respond for the first time to respond. But let me pray for everyone. Lord, it's been a tough season. We never knew this would be part of our story, but we believe in a God who works all things together for good. And anyone listening online or in the room here right now, whatever we've gone through in the past, Lord, we believe you're turning it around. May today be a new start, a new beginning. Let's hear that again, rivers in the dry wasteland. You are not limited by our circumstances. You're the God of miracles. You're the God of resurrection. Whatever we've lost, Lord, whatever we've gone through, whatever we've experienced, we believe you're a God of blessing who wants to bless us. So we pray blessing on every single person. We put, draw a line in the sand and say, that's the past. Now we step into the future, trusting you. Still with our heads bowed, eyes closed, whether you're online or in the room here, if you've never started the journey with Jesus, you can do that today. Or maybe what's happened in this last season is you've moved away from him being the center of your life. Come on, recenter, refocus. And I'm going to pray a prayer. It's a prayer of commitment to Jesus. He changes everything. And at the end, I'm going to just say, if you've done this for the first time or maybe reconnecting with God, and that you've prayed this prayer, then let us know. In the room here, I'm going to ask for you to raise your hand. If you're online, just want you to write in the comments there. Yes. Just a yes. Today, I've decided, join those over the last few weeks who've said yes online to Jesus so as we can talk some more with you beyond there. Pray this prayer with me. And if wherever you are, online in the room here, pray it out loud. I'm going to do one line slowly so as you can say it out loud. And we'll all do it to help those that are doing it for the first time or reconnecting with God. And when I say respond, the hand raised or yes online, then let's do it. But let's all pray it out loud. Come on, church, don't mumble it behind those masks. Let's say it as though you were saying it for the first time to help those that are. Say this. Lord Jesus, 
today I change my mind about you. I want to put you first. I want to make you Lord of my life. Forgive me for sinful, self-centered living. Jesus, I choose you. Thank you for loving me and accepting me, forgiving me, and bringing me into your family. In your name I pray. Amen. In the room, still with the heads bowed online, you need to keep open your eyes if you're going to write yes. Just write a yes. If you're in the room here, can you just show me, yeah, I prayed that today. Would you just raise your hand, whatever you are, anybody here, say yes to Jesus. Come on, lift it up high and confidently. Thank you, sir. Anybody else saying yes today to Jesus, whether recommitments or first time? One last time. On, online, write yes. Anyone else here saying yes to Jesus today? Come on, this could change your life forever and the trajectory of your eternal life. Anyone else saying yes to Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give our God a round of applause. For He is good and His mercies endure forever. He is in control. He's the God of your story. You've got a story to tell. Do not remain silent. Speak with confidence. God changes lives. God changes individuals. God is for you and not against you. Come on, let's lift up our voices in faith. Let's lift up our faith to God. We are in this because Jesus is Lord and our future is bright. The world is not out of control. We pray for Israel and all that's happening there. We see what's going on, but we believe God God is in control. Church, did you hear me? God is in control. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. He lacks, doesn't lack power to do what He needs to do. He's the God of blessing. Come on, let's stand to our feet. If you're online, let's stand to your feet. And let's declare this. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you. He is for you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk slash giving and get involved. God bless you.